You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, episode 44, and I'm about to dish on seven of my favorite tools that you can steal right now to streamline and simplify your digital workspace. This episode is practical, it's actionable, and it's straight to the point because with more and more people working from home and working remotely these days, it is super important that you know how to keep your digital workspace clean and clutter-free so you can stay focused and get real work done without all of those annoying distractions that suck your time and your energy and attention. That's coming up next, so keep it locked right here. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Now, before we jump in today, I've got to give a shout out to our featured listener of the week, Catherine, who says, wow, as a busy mom with a demanding career, this podcast really caught my attention. I am hooked and I can't wait to listen to more episodes. This show is definitely worth a listen. Catherine, you are awesome. Thank you so much. Please do me a favor and DM me your mailing address on Instagram at Courtney Elmer underscore so my team can put a gift in the mail to you as our way of saying Thank you for being here with us each week and for being one of our loyal listeners. And remember, for you listening, if you haven't left us a review yet, we would really appreciate you to take a couple seconds and do that when this episode ends because your review helps other people like you find the show and it lets Apple know to share this show with more entrepreneurs so that they can hear this valuable message too. Now, look, you might not know this about me, but I have a background in design and decorating. And if you really want to hear a funny story, my very first real job was sewing custom draperies as a seamstress in a drapery workroom. Then my very first business that I ever started as an entrepreneur was selling home decor products and helping people style and stage their homes. I know, right? So now as a stress and wellness expert, helping entrepreneurs streamline and simplify their business, I have an affinity for that special place where aesthetics and productivity intersect. And while most people focus on one aspect over the other, there's a certain magic that happens when you have a clutter-free workspace optimized for productivity that's also pleasing to the eye. There's just one problem. Too often, people get so focused on optimizing their physical workspaces for productivity that they completely forget about the other workspace that you use just about every minute of every day. Your digital workspace. I'm talking about your laptop your desktop, your phone, any digital workspace that you use regularly. And just like it feels so good to have a physical space that's clean and clutter-free, the same goes for your digital workspaces. And that's because the less clutter there is, the more brain power you have. You know what I'm talking about. Because if you're listening to my voice right now and you're one of those super organized types of people, then the moment you notice that something is out of place, it's like these alarm bells are going off in your mind and you feel like you can't sit down and focus until everything is in its place. I'm like that, so I get it. And I see this a lot with highly driven type A entrepreneurs who run a tight schedule. 
And even if you don't consider yourself to be super organized, there still reaches a point where you recognize when clutter gets in the way. It just sucks your energy in a different way. You might notice all those piles of paper that need to be sorted or the stacks of mail that's taking up space on your counter. And because it feels draining to think about going through them, you put it off and put it off. And every day that you put it off, it sucks a little more energy from you. And if this is you, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So with more people working from home now than ever, it's true. There's going to be different kinds of distractions that are there for you now than when you are maybe in an office setting. There's that pile of laundry or those dirty dishes left over from the kids from breakfast. And guess what? On days that you are struggling to focus on work, it's easy to spend your time cleaning and tidying and clearing the clutter. Why? Because it gives you a temporary sense of productivity, which feels satisfying. And because once that clutter is cleared, the less energy you're spending worrying about clearing it. But there's something deeper going on under the surface here. Have you ever heard that saying, as within, so without? Your external world is merely a reflection of your inner reality. So if you're feeling scattered and disorganized, there's a good chance that your workspace and your home looks the same. So really, the desire to clean and clear clutter is not just about trying to feel productive and organized so you can focus better or whatever. It's an attempt to fix what's going on in your inner world that feels out of place and out of control. The problem is that going through a stack of mail or Organizing your inbox is not going to fix the problem within. So the mail is going to keep piling up and your email inbox will still overflow and you will constantly burn your energy trying to get focused and stay organized and just go around in circles. So today we're going to break that cycle and I'm going to give you my seven tools that I use to stay organized and clear the external clutter because that's the more visible problem, getting it to a point where you feel like your workspace is organized. And then on next week's episode, we're going to talk about how to clear the three most common causes of internal clutter, the three things that cause you to feel cluttered inwardly so that the clutter you see outwardly is less likely to come back. Are you with me? Because when your physical space is calm and clear and clutter-free, your mind can relax. And when your mind is calm and clear and clutter-free, your physical spaces will stay that way. Okay, so first, let's take a look at your desktop or your laptop. One of the ways that I personally streamline my desktop is by organizing similar items into folders and clearly labeling those folders with what's inside. Now, if you have a million files and a million folders, well, either expect that this project will take some time or have your VA or your assistant do it for you. Something else you can do to instantly clean up your digital workspace here, your desktop, your laptop, is to take 15 minutes to go through your downloads folder and delete whatever you no longer need and organize the remaining items into the relevant folders you just created. And then make sure you empty your recycle bin of all those old deleted files and literally get rid of whatever you don't need. Now, another thing that I like to do on my laptop, I use a laptop, 
this is for your desktop as well or your iPad, is to add a natural wallpaper background to bring nature and beauty into your space, just like you might do with a plant or some fresh cut flowers on your desk. Now, Unsplash.com has some great free options that are already sized for all of your digital workspaces. So we'll link that up in the show notes and you can browse what they have there because natural light and nature are both proven mood boosters and they help to enhance your focus and reduce stress. So why not bring that nature and beauty into your digital workspace too? And the same goes for your cloud storage spaces. Don't forget about these because whether you're a Google Drive or iCloud person, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you follow the same process that I outlined a moment ago and clearly label all of those files and documents so that they're easy for you to find as well as easy for anyone on your team to find who has access to them. And imagine, imagine how much time this will save you in the long run if you simply knew where to find whatever you were looking for instead of either digging through all the items on your desktop or having to rely on the search feature and rely on your memory to remember the file name that you created and hope that you can find it with all the other stuff that you already have on your mind. So next, let's talk about your email inbox. Oh, ho, ho. You've seen those memes, right? You either fall into one of two categories here, the type who has zero unread messages and everything is neatly organized and filed away, or you're the type who has, I don't know, 14,578 unread messages and you hate opening your inbox because uh, there's just so much you know that you're never going to get to there. Now, I have a rule that I use for myself that has worked really well for me, both in my physical spaces and in my digital workspaces. And it's simple. If you touch it, take care of it. So instead of wasting time moving piles of paper around or scribbled notes back and forth across your desk all day, just adopt this simple rule. If I touch it, I'm going to take care of it. And taking that extra step to put it away, the moment you go to move it will save you time in the long run that you can put toward more productive work. And so the same rule applies to your email inbox. If I open it, I'm replying to it. So one of the ways that I like to do this is to set a timer for 10 minutes periodically throughout the day and respond to those messages that only I can respond to. Then to move those threads into relevant folders where they can be accessed for future reference. You can also use an app like unroll.me to instantly see a list of all of your subscription emails and easily unsubscribe from whatever you don't want. That's going to clear up a lot of clutter with just a click of a button. Or if you really want to take back control of your inbox, you can take it one step further and add an extension like Boomerang that lets you pause your incoming messages and deliver them at a set time every day. So you can stay out of your inbox altogether and focus on your most important work. And don't worry, I'm going to link all of these tools up for you in the show notes. Most of them are totally free or they have a free version. So there's no reason why you wouldn't use them, right? How does that saying go? A stitch in time saves nine. Again, it's about spending some time now to save you much more time and energy in the long run. Okay, so next up is cleaning up your iPhone apps. Now, just like I recommended you do for your desktop and your cloud storage folders, you're gonna take some time here to organize apps into folders by type, like health or work or photos, social media, etc. Then, then you're gonna move everything to a secondary screen. Yes, everything and add a similar nature background to your home and lock screens so that when you open and unlock your phone, you're not instantly distracted by all those notifications or tempted to hop on Instagram just out of habit. 
taking this extra step to move all of your folders and apps to a secondary screen allows you to remain in control of when you scroll to that screen and choose to use those apps or not. And if you want to watch a fascinating news segment that I happen to do on cell phones and how they cause and add to the stress that you feel on any given day, then make sure you check out the show notes where I will link that up too so you can get a deeper understanding of why these steps I'm sharing with you here are so important when it comes to helping your brain stay focused and your mind and body feel calm and in control. And speaking of your phone, it is time, my friend, to get a grip on those notifications. So what you're going to do here is go into your phone settings and turn as many of them off as possible and opt for only the notification icon on the app itself rather than the banner or the lock screen icons for things that you deem to be most important, like email or text message, for example. I want you to remember here that you are in control. I'm not telling you what to do. You get to choose which of these recommendations are going to best serve you. You can implement all of them, or none of them. It just really depends on how important it is to you to feel calm and focused and to have more energy to actually be productive in your business day to day, not just some false sense of productivity that lasts for five minutes after you wash the dishes, okay? Eliminating as many of those notifications as possible will further eliminate distractions and allow you to get back to whatever else that you decide is more important than the latest blood-boiling political headline or social media alert about what your friend just ate for breakfast. The people who make cell phones are very, very intelligent. They know that the notifications on your phone operate the same way as the lights and sounds on a gambling machine. And they are proven, scientifically proven, to be just as addictive. So your cell phone manufacturer, whether that's Apple or Android or whatever, is automatically going to pre-program your phone so that the default settings are to send you as many notifications as they possibly can and rob you of your energy and attention and distract your focus. I have all of my notifications turned off except for text message. I don't have Facebook or Messenger on my phone. I limit my time on Instagram and email, and I have to physically open those apps to see if anything is there. I refuse to let my phone steal my attention and rob me of my joy here in the present moment. Bottom line, period. You can choose to do the same or not. Just know that the people who invented cell phones are preying on your attention, betting on the fact that you won't take the five minutes to go in and change those default settings, and they're going to hit you with every notification they can every single time. A lock screen notification, a banner at the top of your phone, the little red number on the app itself, a ding, a ping, a vibration. I mean, come on. Enough is enough. Take your power back. And turn off as many of those notifications as you can. And when you download new apps, do not allow it to turn notifications on. Usually a new app will ask you if you want to allow notifications. I always select no. No, thank you. I prefer to control who I let in and when I want to hang out on social media or reply to texts or whatever. My time is my own. And it is worth over $500 an hour. So I'm going to invest it very wisely. And you can do the same. 
All right, I'm stepping off my soapbox now because next we're going to talk about streamlining your calendar. Now, if you're a traditionalist like me, a good old-fashioned desk calendar is all you need to keep yourself organized. Just remember to write everything in pencil so that as plans change, you can adjust accordingly. Now, if you're more of the digital type, try an online scheduling app like Bookify to manage all of your appointments. We really love this particular software program here at The Effortless Life. It's less expensive than some of the calendar management tools that are out there, and it integrates seamlessly with so many digital calendar systems like Google Calendar, which we use a lot too. It will automatically send out meeting reminders on your behalf, and if you have a team, you can add multiple users so that everyone's calendar is synced in one spot, which means no risk of double booking. Now, we also use Google Calendar a lot, particularly for our programs, because we love that it has the ability to create separate calendars that you can name and share with your students. So if you have a digital course or program and host calls on a regular basis, then this is really helpful. You can create a calendar for those calls, name it, and share that calendar with your students. And with the click of a button, they can import that calendar onto their personal calendar So that automatically the time is already blocked out for you and for those calls and nothing can take its place. Our students tell us they really love this feature too. We have gotten so many comments from people who were like, oh my gosh, that was so neat and so easy. All I did was click and boom, all those calls were on my calendar. It saved me so much time from having to go in and add them on my own one by one. So of course, I will link all of this up in the show notes as well. I know I'm listing a lot of tools here and they're all super helpful. These are all things that we use regularly, daily here behind the scenes at The Effortless Life. Okay, so this last tip that I have for you is a feature that you already have on your phone. But my guess is if you're like most, you might not be using it as much as you should because it's kind of misleading. It's called airplane mode, but no, it isn't just for flying. So every phone has this feature, but few people utilize it like they should. It's not just for plane trips. Besides, with COVID, who's going anywhere anymore, right? So you might as well make use of this feature. And here's the deal. You already know your phone can be a distraction, even if it's just sitting on the desk next to you. It's like it just beckons you to pick it up and check it, even if it hasn't dinged or pinged or vibrated. So if you're not to the point where you can either turn your phone off or keep it out of the room altogether while you're focusing on your most important work, or if you are legitimately afraid that you'll miss a call, like from your kid's school or pediatrician or something like that, then you can use airplane mode so that you're not distracted by all the pings and dings, and that calls will still come through if you're connected to Wi-Fi, so you won't miss anything important, like a call from a teacher at school. Now, the other feature that I'll give you here as a little bonus that I also use every single day and really love is the do not disturb feature, specifically the text message reply. I've had a lot of entrepreneurs tell me that they use the do not disturb feature on their phone or moon mode, as my 25 and 26 year old sisters like to call it. And personally, I use do not disturb and airplane mode at the same time. Now, the cool thing about do not disturb is that you can set a custom text message reply to send automatically when someone texts you, letting them know that you're in a meeting or you're driving or whatnot, and you'll get back to them when you're at a stopping point. Now, I don't personally use this feature because I just don't feel the need to let people know what I'm doing and when or how I'm spending my time. 
But I know some people, particularly in some industries, maybe like real estate, where you're getting a lot of incoming inquiries and you want to get back to people right away. This is a great option for you. And you can Google how to set up this auto reply. But basically, you're going to go into your phone settings and customize your do not disturb message to simply let people know you'll get back to them as soon as you can. That way, you control when you're replying to people and not feeling like you have to respond right away just because they texted you and you assume they want an immediate response. This really helps you to protect your time. And another bonus little hack here is that you can do this too on your email inbox and set a permanent away message. Now, we do do this across the board here at The Effortless Life, and I highly recommend it, especially if you're feeling pulled into your inbox and spending way more time there than you know you should, to the point where it's taking you away from other important work. In fact, if you email us right now at hello at CourtneyElmer.com. You'll get the auto reply that we have there to see a real life example of this in action. I dare you to do it. Email me. Let me know you heard this episode and that you're curious to see what our auto reply says. And when you do, we'll make sure to add you to our special effortless podcast insiders only access list. That's a mouthful, but it's our insiders only access list where you will get special access to bonus content, free gifts, and special giveaways that we host here for our most loyal listeners. We have gotten more positive feedback from people on this one simple hack than anything else we do in our business. People are delighted to get that auto reply and it challenges them to stop and think about how they're handling their own inboxes right now. Remember, you are in control of your inbox. It does not control you. But sadly, a lot of people forget this, especially as entrepreneurs, because they're so worried about missing out on business or missing out on opportunities, and they feel the need to respond right away. And it's a colossal waste of time if you're not careful. The other reason we like it is because it helps to set people's expectations. When you tell them when they can expect a reply from you, they're less likely to email you again a few hours later saying, hey, just in case you missed my first message, I'm just emailing you again about blah, blah, blah. You also get to control how other people treat you. You get to control how you set other people's expectations, whether it's your clients, your family, your students, people who email you wanting to collaborate with you, whatever. Remember that. If you walk away with nothing else from this episode, remember, it's up to you. Now, I know we've covered a lot here today, and we have got even more to dive into next week when I show you the top three internal sources of clutter in your life and how to clear those two so that your internal and your external spaces can stay feeling light, easy, and effortless. Remember, when it comes to anything, less is more. That's my personal philosophy. That's one of our top core values here at The Effortless Life. And you don't have to implement all of these ideas at once. Pick your favorite one and just get started. If you're a naturally organized person, you might find some of these tips easier to implement than others, or you might find that implementing one of these at a time and testing what works best for you is more useful. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And remember, if you want to see our autoresponder in action, just email me at hello at CourtneyElmer.com and let me know you heard this episode. And when you do, I'll personally add you to our special Effortless Podcast VIP list where you'll get inside access to bonus content, free gifts, and some special giveaways that we host here for our most loyal listeners. I dare you to do it. I can't wait to see what you think about it. And above all, remember, 
the best way to create a new habit and to experience different results is to change the way you're approaching your life at an identity level. Now, we're going to get into this more next week. But simply put, the best way to become more organized is not to implement 100 tips, but rather to simply start believing that you're an organized person. I know you might laugh at that. It might sound a little weird at first, but if you've been telling yourself you're not an organized person, then the clutter and disorganization you experience in your life is simply a reflection of that. As within, so without. Imagine what would change for you if you simply began saying to yourself, I'm the type of person who's good at organizing things, or I'm the type of person who stays organized. Imagine what results you might start noticing in your life then. Maybe, just maybe, you'll simply be more organized. Which is why, coming up next week, we're going to talk about how to heal whatever is going on in your inner world that feels out of place and out of control. Because as I mentioned at the start of this episode, clearing a stack of mail or organizing your inbox is not going to fix the problems that are going on within. Until you do that, the mail's going to pile up, your inbox will still overflow, and you will just burn your energy trying to get focused, but just go around in circles. So we're going to talk next week about clearing those three most common causes of internal clutter so that the external clutter and the external problems that you're experiencing in your life and in your work are less likely to come back. So make sure you share the show with your entrepreneur friends. Let them know that's coming up next week so that they can learn how to become the effortless CEO that their business needs to succeed too. And until then, go live your effortless life. I'll see you back here next time. If you have a message to share and you want to reach a wider audience with it, then have you ever considered hosting a podcast? I'm going to be hosting another focus group soon where you can work directly with me to learn how to create, launch, and leverage your message into a highly profitable podcast that positions you as a credible leader in your industry. Plus, I'm going to show you what Google doesn't teach you about podcasting, like how to rank on Apple and land in the top spots in your category like Jess did when she launched her show and landed number eight in marketing or like Catherine did when she landed in number three in performing arts. Doors to this program are opening again soon. And when you head to CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting, you can get on the wait list and find out if this program would be a right fit for you. It's not for everyone, but here's what I can promise you. If you do decide to work with me, I'm going to teach you how to create, launch, and leverage a highly profitable show that generates a whole lot of traffic and sales for your business and helps you get your message in front of more people. That's CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting. CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop.